Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. You know, we're going to go deep in some pretty highly intellectual stuff today. But Autumn, I got to say, if you guys, those of you who weren't on the Zoom with us, if you're listening to the podcast later, you missed a pretty amazing song that I have not heard since I was a kid, Autumn. <laughs> we were, she was playing the sweet, sweet sounds of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I was like, what, what song are we listening to? Anyway, it's almost Christmas. We got a guest today, Ian Goggins. Ian, I see you're here. There you are, buddy. You're on mute. You got to unmute yourself. I am unmuted now. Awesome. So we got a co-host, Ian Goggins from uh, Revaluate. We're going deep into the world of predictive analytics. And I'm going to frame up the conversation this way before I even tell you about Ian, because first of all, uh, Redheads Unite, right? Thank yep, you. Ian. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if that's actually a, a protected class yet, but I think it should be a protected Could class. Be. Could be. Could be. Redheads. All right. Um, I dabbled in the world of predictive analytics years ago. Like I, the idea guys, if you don't know what that is, predictive analytics, it's basically using data to do things better. Ian's going to get way deeper into it than that, but at a very high level. So this is not a sales pitch for predictive analytics. It's not a sales pitch for reevaluate. If you listen to the agent power huddle, you know, like we're just going to train on some stuff and drop some knowledge, whether you're brand new to predictive analytics or you're an advanced user, we're going to go a little deep. Do you have a presentation, Ian, that you want to go through? Or are we going to have more of a conversation today? It's, a, it's up to you. I have, I always have slides, but I'm also totally open to just kind of chat. That's like you said, it's not a sales pitch. Just want to kind of share a little bit and yeah, if you're open, yeah, if you're open to chat, then let's start with a chat and we can always dive into some, some, some slides and things like that. Cause I want to frame this up, how this started. So Ian reached out to me on some sort of social media with a carrier pigeon. I don't even know what he sent me, right? Like he sent me something and I was like, evaluate. Sounds familiar. Are you guys the one that sold out to that brokerage who did that thing? And he was like, no, it's not us. I'm like, cool. All right. So, so I started looking, we have a lot of friends that, that I really respect in the industry that use their data. I'm like, all right, I remember these guys. I think I used them. I think it was their client like five years ago, four years ago. I don't know much about them. Let's dive in. So, so what did you tell me when I first reached out? You know, if someone says, hey, what is predictive analytics? What's your answer to that? What I always tell them is kind of like what you said, you know, it is a way to maximize your efficiency. It is a way to do what no person could, you know, do on their own, right? We're able, you know, not we're, but the colloquial wheel computers are able to do so much more than, you know, us people can do on our own while we're programming them, telling them what to do, the amount of computations, the amount of algorithms they can run simultaneously is, it's absolutely absurd. Like I can't even fully wrap my head around the complexity of it, the entirety of it, because it's just so much, but it makes an agent that much more efficient because the number one thing I hear from an agent is I'm so busy. Like I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. I need to do this. I need to do that. If we can help, you know, take care of some of that busyness, you know, some of the monotonous and make it more efficient. I mean, that's, that's huge. Yeah. And, and, and there's two main ways that I, I remember looking at, and I want to kind of get your take on if the field of predictive analytics as it relates to real estate, if it's changed in the last five years, because when I started looking at it, there was two main ways I was looking at it geographic farming, mm -hmm. right? I wanted to dominate an area. And instead of trying to hit every house, I'm like, can I just 
Just figure out who the seller is going to be, right? That's one way to do it. The other way was using my own database of leads, which every single agent listening to this, whether you're brand new or experienced, you've got a database because it's people that you either know in your life or you've done business with in the past and using predictive analytics to segment that database to say, who's most likely to move to buy or sell within it. I mean, has that field changed at all in the last five years? Have you guys gotten better at what you do? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, there's a couple in a couple of ways that we've gotten better in our tool itself and in predictive analytics itself. Um, take a step back five years, you know, we were brand new to the scene and there weren't many of us like us out there. Um, and there, the there, big, was there, there was one. There was one company. And, <laughs> That's and, like, and, I, and I'm not going to say their name, but they rhyme with uh, with slurt blips. <laughs> they were the only predictive yep. and, and, and frankly they were hit or miss like some people said there sure. was a return on investment other people like this is a total waste of money because the amount of money you paid for that company which is not ian's company by the way this is the first one in the field and then slowly a couple of you guys emerged right we had mm -hmm. you and a few other companies that came out so so when you first started did, did it work like right at the bat or did you guys have to get better and better so this is a funny a funny story so when revaluate first first started it wasn't even the product it is today it was actually apartment scoring in New York City based on things like, I think it was transportation availability, sound, safety, security, things like that. And I believe what the co-founders told me is like, you can't replicate New York City. So while it was kind of cool for New York City, like that's where it was cool, period. And honestly, it's kind of funny. All the Some of the content that was made, that was like six, seven years ago now, there's a blog post that is linked to it. We still get leads from. People still find it and still look at it because the SEO was so good that they still like, hey, can you help us with some apartments in New York? It's like, well... Not really. That post is like seven years old, but you're like, uh, we'll find the guy who works for us back then. Like, I don't even know how it works. We'll go find him. Yeah, but no, what's what's great is you know we we tell people that we have a machine learning algorithm, and to put quite simply, you know that's like sending your kid to school. So I always say, you know, you send your kid the first day of school, they learn their letters. They've learned, you know, compared to what they knew the day before, they know a ton. Well, do you just stop sending them? Like. No, they go back to school the next day and they take those letters and they make words and they take those words and they form sentences and those sentences become, you know, paragraphs, novels, books, that knowledge continues to build upon itself. That's what we can do too with this data. We collect all of this information, quite literally millions of data points using a contacts email and it learns, it evolves, it takes all of that into consideration, past successes, uses that to teach itself you know, maybe we'll hit the singularity eventually where it's smarter than us. And, you know, maybe we'll create Frankenstein's monster. I don't know, but maybe may, may, may detour through that for just a minute. Do you watch the show Westworld? No, I should though. I've heard oh, it's dude. really. <laughs> All right. So for Brent, who's our editor that, that's going to be watching the show later, Brent, if you want to drop in a little Westworld clip right here. Okay. And then we'll come back I, because there's the, the latest season of Westworld. What they did was there literally is the machine learning algorithm, like you're talking about, mm -hmm. that predicts exactly what every human being on the planet is going to do and how to optimize their lives. They, they, what you're talking about is not science fiction. It's, yeah. it's now reality. We mm -hmm. just haven't gotten to the big brother-esque control portion, but you, you know what people are going to do before they do it, correct? I mean, that's, that's the idea is we can have you know, people reach out to potential contacts before they're even you know, subconsciously thinking or consciously thinking about moving. Like we try to identify life events. That's kind of the big thing that, you know, that was going to be my other, you know, what has changed in the last five years. 
you talked about the first one in the industry. What are we saying? That Plart MIPS is that I, what I, you said? Um, yeah. Rhymes with that. Um, the biggest thing that has changed is we don't use that type of data in regards to pr property data. We don't we don't look at things like length of residency, turnover ratio. We look at things that cause the people to move. Major life events, things like deaths, divorces, births, graduations, changes in jobs. And what's nice is we're looking at those before public records. So we want to catch them before it is, you know, announced publicly, you know, via, you know, filing for a marriage license or the birth actually occurring. We want to see it in the data itself early. I see your brain ticking away. Okay. So I'm going to say this quietly, pretend no one else is listening, pretend this is not recorded. You're saying you want to catch things before they're part of the public record. Mm -hmm. How? How? <laughs> How do you know someone's going to get married or divorced or die? Well, that's probably that one you don't know before they die. But how do, you, how do you know these things before it happens? Sure. So that's where it all takes is an email. That's what always blows people's mind, I think, is an email address can do all of this. So with an email, just, just an email, you know, jessielovesWestworld at gmail.com. We can go in and look for things like social data government census info, credit card spending data, um, web browsing data, websites that they're visiting, you know, and we can take that information saying that they're, you know, on Google looking, you know, actually it'd be me when I was found out I was having a kid, it was YouTube, how to change diapers and how to, you know, stop a baby from crying. Or maybe we see Jane Doe Googling my husband's cheating on me. How do I get a good lawyer and take him for all he's got, right? Like those are the extreme, the extreme examples. But if we can see that information that we know leads to these life events, we can have agents reaching out, you know, six months ahead of time. That's what we want to do is get them at the top of the sales funnel. We have this statistic and I forget was it NAR who shared it? I can't remember, but nine out of 10 people work with the first or second agent they talk to. So if we can get them early in the process, that's going to be best for everybody. I, I love it. And, and I know you mentioned some of these, and obviously this is, you don't divulge your actual secret sauce, but this is the beauty of predictive analytics and companies like Revaluate is, I don't need to know exactly how the burger is made. I don't need to know how it works. I just need to know that it actually works. And so you're taking, what I just want to ask a minute before we move on though from the secret sauce from an email address, do you, do you also use like names and, and credit card records and like scores are truly just all based off email history? Like, can you get all that data just from me associated with an email? All associated with an email. So I had a thing that I was gonna show and I can't find it. I couldn't find it the other day either. And I kept looking. So next time you get a credit card email, um, yep. there's gonna look for the little booklet that comes with it. It's like this tiny little booklet. It's got a million words on it written in the yep. tiniest font you've ever seen. And it goes over every single data point that these credit card companies collect on a consumer, all of which are attached to an email. Because if you think um, about it, emails are everywhere. Like you buy a phone, what's the first thing you do? You put yeah. your email in it. So everything right there, right there is attached to it. Google Chrome, what's the first thing you do? You download it, you sign in, you make a profile right there and emails logged in. You create an account on walmart.com. What do you do? Check a box saying you want to receive partner marketing and you want to, you know, you so opt into things. So what you're saying is on Google, if I read the terms of service, when I have, when I'm logged into my browser, everything I'm doing there on YouTube and my search history, they're potentially selling my data to vendors through multiple third parties that end up in your hands or not you personally, Ian, but like the black box of mail to me, they mail it to me and I'd send it out to people in um, hard copy personally. format. Like you read yes. through them yourself. It's just Ian yes. sitting around with stacks and stacks. Of yes. And I just staple them, push them. No, I mean, 
there are, you know, obviously people have VPNs, people have, you know, private browsing that they use and there's private, but the vast majority of people, not only do they not know what that is, they don't use it. Um, And that data is being used regardless of if you're utilizing it or not. They are, people are utilizing it for you. Um, My best way to show that is, you know, there's the, there's the joke of you can talk into your phone, say, you know, fishing rods, fishing rods, fishing rods, and then your wife will see it later. That's the joke of, you know, that's how they're using that data. Um, my big one is when I was getting married, I looked up wooden wedding rings just once, Googled it once because I'd never heard of them. My Facebook was blown up with wooden wedding ring ads because I looked for it once. That's it. That's all it took. And they ran with it. And then Dude. I started getting ads for other things related to weddings like that data is everywhere. So when you work in the voice component, and again, we could go down so many rabbit holes, but like the <laughs> voice component of what it is, is pretty, it's both creepy and amazing. And mm-hmm. I tend to focus on the amazing portion of it as a marketer and where I am. No, truly. And I see John Eric Williams is here with us. Good morning, good morning, John. Hey, Lisa. By the way, if you guys have questions, feel free to jump in. If anyone watching Facebook has questions, paste them in the chat. We'll, uh, we'll ask them to Ian. But, but my take on this whole thing is, as long as you're using it for peaceful purposes, if we can get an idea that someone's going to move six months before they even know they're thinking of moving and we start to deliver them helpful content that's going to resonate to make their life easier. It's not manipulation. Mm-hmm. It might be persuasion, but it's, it, you're actually making their life better. Like if let's just use something really not emotionally loaded. Ready, Ian? What time zone are you in right now? Mountain. Mountain. So, so you're like brunchish time, right? Mm-hmm. So you're probably two hours away from eating lunch, maybe three hours away from eating lunch, correct? Mm-hmm. But if I knew that you're going to be hungry because your normal pattern says you order DoorDash every day at 1235 and around 11, I start showing you things that's like, hey, you want an alternative DoorDash? Here's this really cool restaurant. That's the type of food you like. And it's good. And you're like, that looks really good. Did I manipulate mm-hmm. you to order from my restaurant or did I help make your life better by turning you on to something cool that you're like, this is rad. I just got this new food thing delivered. Absolutely. You helped. I mean, you helped me. I mean, absolutely. You, you put it in front of me exactly when I needed to see it and when it was valuable to me and I utilized it. I mean, that's, that's, that's spot on. Um, At the beginning of the pandemic, I remember the, the debates of, you know, is real estate an essential service? And I'm like, full stop. Yes, 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 yes. People have to move regardless of what is happening around them. When these major life events pop up, that third kid you weren't expecting, you know, the change in job, the now your job's remote because there's this global pandemic, you know, something major happens. It, it doesn't matter what else is going on around you. You have to, you have to move. And if we had have agents, you know, helping them, guiding them through that process before they even have to reach out. I feel like that's a huge relief off their shoulders because they're dealing with one of the most, if not the most stressful thing they've gone through in their life, be it a marriage, a divorce, a change in their job, you know, so taking off dealing with the largest investment of their life off their plate and helping them from the start, that's huge. I mean, it's a it's a it's an awesome service. So so let's tie this in now to the two themes that are gonna be my themes of 2022 from a real estate standpoint. The two themes are that I'm gonna say over and over again every time for this year, it's gonna be own your relationships mm-hmm. and hyper local. Okay. Mm-hmm. Own your relationships and hyperlocal. So let's start first with owning your relationships. If you're to take Revaluate as a platform and layer it on top of your database, assuming everyone has a database, so that's a whole separate call, right? Let's say they have a database, they got a list of people, they've got email addresses on people that they have either worked with or they know in their life or somehow they collected. How does Revaluate help you with owning your relationships with that database? Sure. So when we're monitoring these contacts, which we do on a nightly basis, you know, so we're checking constantly for changes and that machine learning, it's learning every day. It's getting a little bit more knowledgeable. We reveal on average 
6% of them as very likely movers. So already you go a thousand people down to 60, bam, over the course, like we're already narrowing it down to that hyper precise, hyper local focus so that you can focus the vast majority of your efforts on this very small but specific subset that are showing these signs of moving. You're not sending thousands of postcards to people that may move in five years. You're sending the fruit baskets and you're knocking on the doors, right? Of the people who are showing the signs of these life events happening right now. They're actually going to be transacting in the next six months. These are the people you need to focus on. These are the hyper-local areas that you need to put all of your energy, the vast majority, I should say, of energy into. Because I don't want to say all. I never want people to ignore the rest of their database. Not like that. But yeah, but, but, but you can you can send an email or a sure. video blast to all thousand. Absolutely. Right? There's, there's Absolutely. no cost. There's no additional cost. But you no. can't build relationships with a thousand people. No, it, no. But I can build relations with 60. I can go real deep. I can learn everything about them. I can spend time mm-hmm. looking at their Facebook, what they like. I can send personal messages. I can send mm-hmm. gifts. Like what I can really, really at scale, get to own my relationship with 60 human beings pretty easily. And here's what you have to do without revaluating. You got that. You got those thousand people. You've got to get to know each and every one of them to find those 60. Once you've done that, we've already, you know, we're, we're done. We're, that's like, you're already past the six months. Most of them have already, by that point, you're, you're too late. Trying to learn who a thousand people are at one time. That's, I mean, maybe the best age, I don't think the best agent in the world could do that, right? Like that's just not possible. That's too many people to know everything about. But if we can put you onto the right relationships, build those, you know, yeah, in the background, you're always sending an email, sending a, sending a video email. I almost dropped the name of someone. I didn't know if I could or not. Bomb bomb. I, I love the, I love getting, I love getting bomb bombs. I don't know if I'm you're not dropping your competitors names on, on an interview with you. And we can talk about smart. I mean, honestly, there's no secret about smart. Zips. like, I, I just, I've never loved smart zips data. I'm not knocking them as a company. I just, it's never really worked, which is why I was laughing because they were the first ones. And most of us dropped them. I was like, yeah, it didn't work. They're, they're the first ones. And they kind of like, they're like the, you know, the trailblazers, right? Like they set the path and, you know, they kind of, I, I never talk negatively about really, really anybody, but especially like competitors. Um, I say competitors like this because they look at different data. I mean, that you're comparing apples to oranges when you think, you know, they use property data and most companies do utilize property MLS data. We don't, I, I always tell people on calls, I don't care if they've lived in their house for seven years, 70 years, seven minutes, seven days, seven seconds, doesn't matter. When those major life events occur, that house doesn't care how long you've lived in it. <laughs> so you're going to have to, if you have to move, you have to move. That's <laughs> so, so interesting. And so the data scientists behind this really do make a big difference. The flavor of, mm-hmm. and by the way, you can talk about bomb bomb, any other company. I don't know if I told you this before, but I mean, we don't accept affiliate fees from anyone on mm-hmm. any of our podcasts. So we just, we talk about stuff that works. So if you, if you like bomb bomb for sending videos, tell us what you use. It's cool. I'm oh, I, I love getting bomb. I love getting them like sent to me. Um, every time I get them, cause I can't, you can't ignore a video. Like, Emails are so easy to just click, not reading that one. You know what I mean? Like it's so easy to ignore them, but a video, you got to watch a video. You don't know what's in it. It could, it's, it's like that family guy quote. It could even be a boat. Like it could be, you never know what it is. <laughs> no, love big, it. big fan okay. of those simple, simple tools that help make your life easier. Yeah. So, so you take these thousand, we break it down to 60. And then let's, before we move gears to like a hyper-local back still with owning your relationships, mm-hmm. what do you do on an ongoing basis? Like once we take revaluate data once, are we done? Or is there something that like on an ongoing basis, it's still helpful? No. So we, like I said, we monitor them nightly checking for changes. So first and foremost, 
if anyone, you know, let's say they're a low score, we use a revaluate score, zero to 100. So let's say, you know, they have a low score, a 20. Uh, we monitor them for days, weeks, months. We have users who have been with us for years. They'll stay at that 20. All of a sudden, bam, they shoot up overnight. All of a sudden, they're a very likely mover. The data suggests they're here. A life event is happening. We send out alerts. We integrate into a number of CRMs, follow-up boss, Chime. Um, Sierra was just announced. Connect with Zapier or Zapier. I think that's like an East Coast, West Coast. I don't know which one you call it. Zapier, Zapier. Um, use that to integrate to other CRMs as well. The idea being that we make it easy to own those relationships. So we put this data where you're already at. You know, we're not saying you have to come to our website and, you know, have another page to browse and try and find them. We want to take all of this and put it right where you're already active so that you can spend your time focusing on those people that come in scoring high. So, for instance, you know, someone comes in as a high score, a high revaluate score. You start sending out a bomb bomb email. You start sending out ringless voicemails, an email campaign. You start retargeting them on Facebook. You start doing all of this so that as they're receiving this attention, they're moving through that funnel, right? You're getting them to raise their hand and say, yeah, I am going through this major life event. What a coincidence you reached out. That's the most common success thing we hear is, wow, what a coincidence you called me. I just found out we're having a baby or we're getting married, et cetera. That's what we want. We want our, our VP of BizDev calls it manufacturing moments. We want to manufacture these moments for them where they say yes. I am going to be moving soon. Can you help me? We want to put you in front of them. Meet them where they are at. Don't wait for them to come to you. You froze for a second there. You had a very serious face. <laughs> you froze again. <laughs> I'm frozen. It's my, it's, it's my, it's my, uh, what happened was my Wi-Fi. You guys were talking about monitoring data for me. And all of a sudden my computer is like, you're finding out my secrets. I'm shutting down. I'm shutting down. I'm like, no, don't shut down computer. It's okay if they monitor me. Anyway. All right. I'm back. Can you hear me now? Yes. You look so serious. I was like, man, he really, really is serious. And I was like, oh, he's not moving. He just froze. Um, all right. So, so, so I was trying to, I was going to jump in. I love the manufacturing moments, right? I, I love that idea. So, so I, I just wanted to change gears. We have about seven minutes and we're obviously we'll have you on again. I want people to keep asking questions and guys, if you have any questions you want to know, let me know. I'm just asking all the things in my head. Cause these are what I look at when I look at these platforms. Um, so in the world of hyper-local, let's say you have a farm. Like, mm -hmm. I think I told you offline, I have a new farm. I'm just starting. It's like 200 houses. Mm -hmm. And I said, dude, I don't, I don't need to pay for revaluate to target 200 houses. I'm just going to hit all 200 houses all the time. Mm -hmm. And your response was. What was my response? I think I said, Okay. You said, yeah, go for it. Makes it. Sense. Go for it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if we're revealing 6% of, you know, 200, I mean that when you start getting into those small numbers, then you don't need I it. I mean, so, no, no. So when do you, when do you use revaluate in a geographic so form? We, we usually start, you know, we tell people a thousand contacts is a good, a good starting point. Um, most of the time, like a thousand, I can't, you know, I can't keep track of a thousand people. Well, good news. You don't have to, we'll do it for you. You don't have to keep track of a thousand people, but you can cover a wider imprint, a wider area while still focusing on the right people at the right time. So, you know, when someone comes to us, like Jesse, when he talked about that farm and say, you know, I got 200 people, what should I do? We'll tell them like, you don't need to use revaluate for two, you know, those 200 people. What we can do is build you a list of a thousand and a new farm, expand that farm, but for, you know, we'll tell you exactly what we think you should be using. 
just like when I, you know, mentioned bomb bomb at that instance, we, we don't take any, you know, affiliate fee for me to say that I didn't get like 10 cents and a cup of coffee or something for saying it. Like, we just like to share things that work. Like we're all in this together, right? We have to help each other. So when we see something that works, we share it. If we talk to someone like Jesse, who says they have a farm of a hundred people, we tell them, okay, this specific use case evaluate won't be as powerful for you, but let's expand that farm. Let's set a new farm with a thousand contacts, 10,000, you know, users who have hundreds of thousands or entire brokerages, you know, it can scale infinitely. But that's what I like about this. So if you layer it on, because we have all sorts of different marketing experts on this show from time to time. Mm-hmm. If you layer on, let's say you take a thousand person farm or a 2000 or 3000, because you can pick this bigger area when you're doing like YouTube pre-roll ads and mm-hmm. Google local service ads and a lot of things that are zip code based, right? Or larger based that you can't dial down that much. So if you're targeting these bigger areas with like a YouTube pre-roll ad or like a 10 mile radius, five mile radius, whatever you can do these days in Facebook ads, and you layer that on top of revaluate data, you can get the data from the whole neighborhood or the whole zip code area, and then layer on revaluate. Now you've got a smaller subset of the most likely movers to do a different style of marketing while mm-hmm. blasting to the bigger audience, the, the shotgun approach. Does that, does that kind of what you guys teach Ian? Absolutely. And something we teach too, is, you know, with Facebook, you know, there's, there's some things Facebook loves to do. One of which is changing things without telling anybody they're going to change things and then completely ruining entire businesses who built themselves upon it. So when you're targeting with ads, you know, as you said, you can do like radius is pretty general. There's not much targeting per se, you know, for fair housing, Revaluate can help with that. Well, you can actually, so in Facebook, when you're creating audiences, there's this option to create a customer list which is just uploading a spreadsheet. It matches against their, I think email, you can use name. Basically it takes the info you have and matches it to get in Facebook's profile. People upload a list to revaluate of 10,000 contacts. We give them a list of very likely movers. They take that list and create a custom audience in Facebook. Now you're retargeting on Facebook directly to the people you wanna be retargeting to, all within their parameters. That's all within Facebook's, you know, acceptance obviously you tell them you know you're not discriminating which we're not we don't use anything that would be considered discriminatory um we're actually very serious about that about fair housing um but you're able to create these custom lists and put yourselves in front of people who need to be seeing the message all within you know in this case facebook's you know requirements does this make sense guys i'm gonna i'm gonna drop into the chat box but you tell me should i put the front door link to revaluate for people who want more info you want them to reach out directly to you ian what is the best way for people listening if, if anyone listening to this is like dude i want to know more because obviously they can talk to you there's different pricing and all that sort of stuff i don't know sure. that, but how should they get a hold of you revaluate.com and yeah okay. we can put that in the link absolutely there's tons of great information there there's a free resources page revaluate.com slash resources even if you don't you know have any interest in using revaluate there are some great great resources there um that would be able to help you we're fostering a community here is really what we want to do we want to foster a community of people who want to help each other out who want to make sure you know we're all we can all be mutually successful and i hope you take this in the the most highest compliment form I intend this, but I mean, like you're a real estate nerd like me, Ian. <laughs> I mean, that's I, nice way, but like, yes. when you say your foster community, it's a community of people looking to optimize and make efficient the way that mm-hmm. we do business and the way that mm-hmm. we serve human beings. It's not coming from a manipulative place. It's coming from mm-hmm. a, let's create something that matches their needs with what we're looking for mm-hmm. and makes our lives easier in the process. Exactly. I mean, um, what is, we is stronger than me. I think is the is the the phrase that I really like. You know, we we are stronger than me. We can get more done than me. I mean, that is that is the name of it all. 
I've never heard that. I like it. <laughs> All right. So, so think about if you have any, um, any last minute things that you want to see, any words of advice that we're going to leave you with. Guys, we are doing an Agent Power Huddle tomorrow, which will be Friday, the 24th, Christmas Eve. Amy Izzo will be here dropping knowledge. Lisa, do you know what Amy's topic is? You can either drop it in the chat box or tell me what her topic is tomorrow. But um, I'm, I'm casual today, by the way, I'm wearing a t-shirt because I'm literally headed out to the uh, the mountains after this with my family. I'm off the grid for the next four days. Oh, uh, wow. My kids are sick. They're both in bed with their mom, sick with, I had a cold last weekend and no one got sick. And my wife was dancing going, ah, I didn't get sick. I didn't get sick. They're all in bed today. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I hope, that, I hope it's just a normal cold and I hope they feel just bad. the cold. Yeah. I had to get tested all the fun stuff. I had to have the big old thing in my nose. Yeah. They don't have to do that. Luckily. So <laughs> Yeah, good. And anybody <laughs> listening, by the way, Zoom is still a safe place to to meet. You can't catch anything from Ian or his family. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are good. Right. If you have questions, by the way, drop them. If you're in a recording, reach out to Ian on social platforms or um, if you want to uh, uh, let us know, you know, any any way. What's, what's your, uh, you know, drop a message in the Facebook, Zoom, anywhere you can guys see it. We're going to bring Ian back again. We're going to keep having this conversation over 2022 about how to get more efficient with predictive analytics. But any last words of advice for today, Ian? Be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to come to the website. No, you know, I hope I gave off the vibe that I always like to, which is I'm not a high, I'm not, I'm not a salesman. Like I know I got some salesy pitches and I, I get that, but I really do just love talking to people. Last night I had a 30 minute demo that turned into an hour and 45 minute conversation that went between the markets in Menlo Park and Oakland up to Pleasant. Just just chatting. It was just just chatting about things that worked and didn't work. And those are the best. I, I love those. I, I absolutely love, love those. I love it, dude. Well, you're going to love tomorrow's. If you want to check out tomorrow's Agent Power Huddle, then, absolutely. Uh, 8 a.m. Pacific tomorrow, Amy Izzo is doing building your 2022 relationship marketing plan. So check it out. It fits in exactly what you're talking about. Absolutely. And uh, if my dad happens to be watching this, it's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, dad. Um, happy birthday. I don't think he's actually watching right now, but in case he is, happy birthday, dad. All right. Ian, have a wonderful day. Thanks for being you here. You too. Man. Thank you so much, Jesse. Bye, guys. Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. We have a great time. My dad's birthday is New Year's. So. Ah, happy birthday, dad, too, John. Happy birthdays. Yeah, I'm all into the birthday greetings again. So, yeah. Have a nice right. time in the mountains. Thanks, thanks, John. By the way, John, uh, Ian, meet John, Eric Williams. John sings happy birthday and says birthday greetings to everybody on their birthdays via video. I took a few months Aww. off. But I, yeah. That's awesome. I don't actually, I don't sing, but I talked to him for a while, but yeah. Sorry, you don't sing, but it's a, it's like a, it's a, it's a very like heartfelt birthday message. That's special. That's very special. Awesome. Yeah. You know, you, you, you can do it. Go ahead. Do it. You should. All your Facebook friends. It said Facebook tells you whose birthday it is today, tomorrow, two days from now, three days from now. Do it. Just do a spreadsheet and then send them out. It, it feels really good. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's so it does. I remember every year for my birthday, like even on the, you know, the lowest of lows, you know, when life wasn't as great as it was today, yeah. like getting that message on my Facebook on my birthday yeah. felt so good. Just someone yeah. saying happy birthday. Like yeah. they, they probably didn't. I mean, it was just, it took them two seconds and it just meant the world to me to see that. Like, Loved Simple. it. Absolutely loved it. You could do them in advance too. I've mm -hmm. already got mine all done through the oh next few days. <laughs> I got 10 years of birthdays already set out to go out automatically. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, I just had to tell you that John Eric Williams, I use John Eric Williams because there's actually another John Williams EXP in Carlsbad. I just had to, I just had to, um, I just met him and now we're talking and we're sending each other referrals, but yeah, that's why I use 
John Eric Williams, but I'm John Williams. You can call me anything, but that's okay. the explanation. Yeah. Well, there's also the John. Will- there's also the John Williams. So I and know we talked you. about that too. And I am a composer <laughs> myself. I do write. Oh, music awesome! And, I, and I've done film scoring. So go figure. That's awesome. Power suggestion. <laughs> Love it, guys. Thanks, you guys. Merry Christmas. Yeah. All right. Thanks for being here. This is Merry awesome. Bye, guys. Right. Yeah. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.